Hello, my name is Gillian Bowen and this is Small Firm Big Impact. I'd always wanted to be a chartered accountant. It was just something that I always wanted to do, always really interested in businesses, how businesses work, probably came through the influence of family. My role is to be the ambassador for our members um, and also to really champion our organization and our profession. As I travel around Australia and New Zealand, I will be uh, visiting your regions. And as part of that, um, with the regional manager, we'll be organizing roundtables with some small and medium practices. Mm. And um, I'm hoping to be invited back to your podcast at the end of the year to show some of, to share some of the results. It's the podcast giving chartered accountants the up-to-date information they need to do their jobs. Each episode, I share resources, tools, and expert advice provided by Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand, and a range of people across our profession. So get following the pod in your favourite podcast app. Let's start a conversation. Well, welcome to the first episode of Season 4. To kick off a new season and a new year, I have a very special guest joining me, the CA ANZ President for 2024, Tanache Kamangira, FCA. I wanted to sit down with him and find out more about his journey as a chartered accountant and what his plans are for this year, and I guess what that means for you as a member. Tanache, welcome to Small Firm Big Impact. Thanks, Gil. Great to be back. That's true. Back, we're on, we're back working. Um, but before we dive into what's on your schedule and, and what's in the year ahead, maybe we start with a bit about who you are, your working background, that sort of thing. And, and then let's have a chat about how you became the CAANZ president. Sure. So I was born in Zimbabwe and came to Australia as an international student. Um, so I worked at a um, small accounting firm as my first job. Um, while I was actually studying, I did some work experience at the Fremantle Port Authority uh, mm-hmm. here in Perth. And um, that first job, I got to work with um, a lot of small and rural and regional um, businesses. And the accounting firm was a really great experience. Got to go across the wheat belt here in WA, um, places like Muck and Budin, Coolin Bush races, and um, just got to meet a lot of really interesting uh, clients in that role. After that, I then moved to Grand Thornton, uh, so a much bigger firm, still mm. working in the private uh, advisory space. Mm-hmm. And through that experience, Gil, I actually went to Sweden on a, on a secondment, uh, which was pretty amazing. Okay. Okay, that's good. So again, I like that the opportunities of showing where um, working and and being part of a uh, CA firm can take you to. H- how did you uh, become a CA? I'd always wanted to be a chartered accountant. It was just something mm-hmm. that I always wanted to do. Always really interested in businesses, how businesses work. Probably came through the influence of family. Um, mm-hmm. My mum and dad were always, you know, my mum ran her own business and my dad worked for a large business uh, as well. So just mm-hmm. always really interested in how businesses work. And um, did you come across the CA program uh, on your own or was there someone who was mentoring you? How did that all come about? Well, coming from Zimbabwe, being a, a chartered accountant, it was always and still is, you know, one of the pinnacles of, you know, professions. And coming to Australia, um, you know, we, 
through university, you had mentors that, you know, we had CAs come through to our university classes to talk about uh, what they were doing and the impact they had and the sorts of clients that they worked on. So um, I'd always just wanted to be a chartered accountant. That was sort of the only pathway um, in my eyes um, in terms of accounting. Nice. Okay, so then um, you've become a CA, you've gone through the CA program, uh, working at Grand Thornton, all that sort of stuff. How do you then uh, become or begin the journey to becoming the CA president? Yeah, so for me and every every person's journey is different. Um, I got involved with the Young Chartered Accountants and that was really great because it was an opportunity to network. We had lots of fun, lots of fun events that we um, came across and got to. And after I came back from my secondment in Sweden, I, I, I got lucky, Gil. Um, there was a casual vacancy on the regional council and I got to fill that a casual vacancy. So um, did that for a few years, um, was actually lucky enough to be the chair of uh, the WA Council. And um, I also got lucky later on as well. Um, you know, our governance structure, um, there was an opportunity. And um, as a lot of people say, the harder you work, the luckier you become. So yes, um, I was gonna say, don't, don't, un- don't, don't, don't cut yourself short with being a suitable candidate. Yes, no, and and I'd always just been involved, whether it was CA program, I used to mark papers, I used to facilitate some of the the programs. So I'd I'd always been very much involved with um, our organization. And yeah, when an opportunity came to join the council, um, I uh, took that with both arms and sort of said yes to that and um, have have, um, the the rest is history, as they say. That's right. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. All right. So that's that. I feel like that's given us a good um, a good understanding of 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 your background and 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 how we've got to where we are today. Uh, we we have more than one hundred thirty six thousand members in CA ANZ, and there may be some that need a refresher on what the role of the CA ANZ president is. What is that role? Yes, that, the role's really evolved over some time, but um, my role is to be the ambassador for our members um, and also to really champion our organization and our profession. Um, we have an amazing team that um, work in the background to help all our members uh, make that difference in sort of all the communities we work and live in. And that's my role is to just champion um, chartered accountants and who we are and and what we do. Um, It could be from an advocacy perspective. It could be um, uh, anything else, just attending events. Um, I'll be there at many new member ceremonies, um, whether it's um, some of our awards as well. Um, I'll be attending some of those and um, awarding some of our members and recognising some of our members for their great achievements as well. And you also sit on the CAANZ board. Yes. So um, as uh, the president, I'm on the council and I also sit on the board, which really helps me um, in my conversations um, around the country or around Australia and New Zealand um, with the conversations that I have with our members. So I bring some of that um, feedback, um, with some of which is very frank and fearless, which is good. And I bring that um, to our conversations around the board table as well. So listing along then, I think there's a follow-up question for me. The CAANZ president is on on top of the council and then um, there's also the CAANZ board. Can you talk me through the the role of that and the interaction between the council and the board? Yeah, so the council is really appointed by the members. So your councils appoint people onto the, I'll say, CAANZ council. 
I chair that. And the role of the council is to appoint the board. So we appoint the board and we also um, make sure that it's our role and responsibility um, to evaluate the performance of the board as well. Um, so the three office bearers on the council also get to sit on the board. And that's really to bring that member um, feedback onto our board. So our board consists of um, mostly members, but we also have some independents who are not members of CANZ as well to give us that real uh, skills matrix as well. Okay. All right. So it was a busy year for the profession in 2023 and 2024 is shaping up to be that way too. So what's your focus for the coming 12 months? It's around um, attractiveness of the profession. That's really key. Um we need to make our uh, profession uh, attractive to people coming in. We're competing with so many other professions as well, um, people in high schools and people in uh, university. They're looking for careers in all sorts of um, areas, and we just need to uh, continue to bring people um, through the chartered accounting program. Um, and, you know, I, I keep telling people that the CA program is transformational. Um, in terms of what it can do for for people and their lives and um, their careers, um, and we need to, cha- I need to help champion uh, that as well. Speaking to members, you know, reputation and enhancing the brand has been really important mm. to our members. So mm. keeping that badge shining, the actions of a few um, have impacted um, our standing maybe as a profession, but mm. um, us, it's our responsibility, all of us collectively, to help. Um, uh, rebuild that trust and enhance our brand. So that's what we'll be doing in 2024. Mm-hmm. And how often are you speaking to members? Uh, that's that's really part of my main role is to speak to members. So mm. um, in preparation for this podcast, I actually spoke to a few members about some of the uh, things that they're seeing, some of their challenges and what they'd like us to be doing uh, more going into 2024. So whether I'm at member events, so if I'm at an event in your city or your region, I'll be making sure that um, I catch up with uh, some of the people in that region, whether it's some of the small practices or people in business or not-for-profit areas um, Mm -hmm. as I travel around Australia and New Zealand. What um, What did those members tell you? Yeah, so there are two things, and it's really around that attractiveness to the profession um, is really continuing to um, make sure people know how attractive a career in chartered accounting is. Um, one one member actually said, "Bring sexy back to accounting." Um, it, 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 you know, <laughs> maybe the some members would say it's never been sexy. Is that am I missing? No, it's always been. It's always been. <laughs> but it's just some of the the opportunities um, that our profession provides. Um, you know, I've, I'm a yes. beneficiary of that. I've travelled. I worked in Sweden. Um, as an example, and many of our Mm. members have worked overseas. Even in my current role, I get to work with some of the most iconic families and some of the businesses uh, they run doing some really interesting and exciting things. And I think it's, um, you know, it's our role, not just as an organization to champion that, but but also as members. You know, Guild is the high school toolkit that we have uh, on our website, um, just as a good example of how um, we as members too, can help champion our profession. That's right. So it's more than just saying we've got a champion. CANZ has developed tools and resources to help members, to help those listening along do that, to help with 
helping people understand or see that the profession is an attractive choice. And then that will flow down to the other issues that SPs tell us and tell you about how they're struggling to find talent and they're looking to increase that talent pipeline as we go down the years ahead. I will put a link to the high school toolkit so you can read more about what it is that Tanashe and I are talking about so that you don't have to listen to us talk about that now. But go and click on that link and have a look and any other resources we've got there about how you can get involved, I will whack those in as well. Um, and, and that... That, that feeds into that idea or that reminder that your professional body, CAANZ, is here to help with a myriad of issues that members may raise with you um, and you are available to help um, share with them that information. That's right. That's right. And even another really good, um, we've got that newsletter that's come out for or that pilot newsletter that we're running for small and medium practices as well. Um, yes. And we've got a toolkit that can help assist um, SMP. So real focus, I think, this year as well, Gil, is just on that SMP sector and how mm. we can help and work with our members in, in in that sector. Very good point. I will put a link to that newsletter or that landing page that we have on the CAANZ website. And the key is to when you log in to MyCA is to go and check your preferences, in particular your newsletter subscriptions, which will have in there the options of the newsletters that you can subscribe to. And if you are if you are an SMP, the SMP newsletter will be there for you to click on. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And you're also going to be spending this year doing something that is specifically related to small and medium-sized practices. What What is that? Yes, as I travel around Australia and New Zealand, I will be uh, visiting your regions. And as part of that, um, with the regional manager, we'll be organising roundtables with some small and medium practice, small and medium practices and mm. um, I'm hoping to be invited back to your podcast at the end of the year to show some of to share some of the results um, in terms of what we're hearing from our members. Well, I'll hold you to that. That sounds like a good idea. I'm interested to know what it is that you hear and learn and then what the result is from that. Besides um, you know, the sorts of things that CANNZ is doing, um for people who haven't had much to do with the president or, or communicate with the council, what what ways do members get involved or, or get in contact with the council if they want to raise a member issue and help feed it through the proper channels? Yeah, so we have all our segment committee advisory uh, uh, committees. We have our regional councils, um, very accessible. And, um, yeah, we're, he we're here for you as our, as our members. Brilliant. Okay. All right. So before we go, I thought it might be nice to know, well, wh what else are you doing when you're not living and breathing um, being a chartered accountant? <laughs> not Raising that, you know, two, I mean, I'm sure um, you're doing nothing else, right? You're just only no, focused I'm, on being a CA, but what else is on? What else can we know about you? Well, maybe two things. One is as part of my CA, you know, being a chartered accountant, I also sit on some not-for-profit boards. So um, I work with St. Vincent de Paul. Um, I'm a huge advocate for some of the work we do with Vinnie's um, and also um, a small charity that's based in India um, that's done some amazing work in um, helping uh, educate young girls and women um, to become teachers. And uh, we, we also run a rural school in India as well. Um, but yeah, the other thing that I do is I have two young children. So um, that keeps me uh, very, very busy. So uh, I enjoy that. And uh, making sure I'm home for bath time is pretty important to me. So yeah. 
Well, I think it's going to be a great year ahead, a productive year. There's plenty on. Uh, the profession's got plenty to do, plenty to keep it busy, plenty of resources. I will put links in the show notes to all the things that Tanasha and I have spoken about. We're out of time. I'm looking forward to bringing you a great year of content, experts, interviews, and resources with the podcast. In the meantime, the podcast page on the CAANZ website has been given a revamp. So check it out and all the previous episodes. I will put a link in the show notes for the website and of course you'll see the links to the podcast in the newsletters you receive from CAANZ if you want to get in touch email us at podcast at charteredaccountantsanz.com and follow the pod in your favourite podcast app let's start a conversation thank you Tanache Kamangira for being my guest on Small Firm Big Impact thank you for having me bye bye bye